Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome everyone to today's episode of the Get Your Book Done podcast. I am always so honored, so thrilled, so overjoyed at being here with you. And today I must say with my guest, Sandra Joseph feels just a little extra special. I consider her a friend. She was a client in my Get Your Book Done program, but she is also like one of the most amazing, kind, generous, light human beings I think you may ever have the opportunity to meet and connect with. And today is that day as we talk about unmasking what matters on your book writing journey. And just in case somehow you don't yet know who Sandra Joseph is, in addition to being a a friend and a client, Sandra is actually a history-making Broadway star who turned inspirational keynote speaker and author of her best-selling book called Unmasking What Matters, 10 Life Lessons Learned from 10 Years on Broadway. Now, if you ever saw Phantom of the Opera on Broadway, I think I actually saw Sandra when I saw Phantom of the Opera on Broadway because she literally holds the record for being the longest-running leading lady in Phantom, which is the longest running Broadway show of all time as Christine, clocking more than 1,300 performances. And now she's really on a mission to empower other people's voices through her work as an author, speaker, workshop facilitator. Now, here's something that is just so precious, and it's actually how I figured out that hearing Sandra speak one day at a retreat And she introduced her husband all of a sudden, and then it dawned on me, oh my gosh, I know this woman, she's my client. But one of the most sweetest, precious, incredible things about Sandra is that she's actually married to her phantom. Like he was her phantom on Broadway and now the amazing Ron Bomber for years, her husband. So she's just, she's such a delight. So with no further ado, Sandra, thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. I'm just delighted and honored that you're here. Oh, thank you, Christine. I'm so looking forward to having a deep, authentic hopefully inspiring conversation for your listeners. Thanks for having me. Well, my pleasure. And knowing you, my dear, it can be nothing but deep and authentic (laughs) and inspirational. (laughs) So I have have lots to share on this subject. I'm very excited. Yes, I know you do. And where I'd love to start is like, I mean, you came into my world in 2014, right? Through my Get Your Book Done program. But what was the pre-picture to that moment that you came into my program that led you? Like, how long did you know you wanted to write a book? Did you always feel like you wanted to write a book? Did it not hit until you left Broadway and realized how much wisdom you learned? Like, how did you land in saying, I'm going to write a book? You know, for me, it happened in one of those light bulb moments. It was a flash of, of insight that I had when I was still in Phantom, I went to a, a weekend workshop 
And I had been really asking for guidance about what to do next. I felt in my heart that I was complete with my entire Broadway journey. Playing Christine and Phantom for 10 years of my life was more than I ever dreamed possible. And I knew there was something else calling to me. I just had no idea what it was. So I was meditating and journaling and praying and reading books and and nothing was coming for a really long time. And one night when I went to this workshop, I was actually, uh, I spent the day at a day-long event with Carolyn Mace, and I remember her talking about when you get those downloads from the universe, and I was like, well, I am not getting any download. (laughs) Where is my download? I've been asking and asking. And that night, my head hit the pillow. I was still awake, and I saw this image. It was like a waking dream where I was watching myself speaking on stage, but not playing a character. And that had never occurred to me before. I had no idea there was even an industry called being a professional speaker. <laughs> but I saw it and, and I felt intuitively that there was a message, there was a book inside of me, there was this whole other world that I only knew of very peripherally. I didn't know that it would turn into what it has become as a full-time career as a, an author and speaker. But from that moment, which by the way, was two years before I left Phantom and 10 years before I found you and your program and 14 years before I finally published the book. That was back in, in 2004 that I, I first had the inkling. And then, you know, from then on began the journey that, probably many of your listeners are familiar with, of self-doubt and what was I thinking and that I think our, our inspiration often comes to us with this sort of deep inner knowing, a deep intuition about what our next calling is. And right on the heels of that comes the voice that says, who are you kidding? Who are you to do this? And, and all of the... <laughs> all of the stuff we have to then move through to to be able to get to the other side. So true. I think they are kind of like, you know, I don't really use a boxing analogy very often, but what's coming is like the one-two punch. Like there's this, oh my God, like you can see it so clearly. And so many authors, I mean, I got into publishing because my husband had that moment of crystal clarity and it's like, I'm doing this. And then there was all the, but how do you do it? And I, who am I? Like, I don't even know any single person that I even want to interview for my book. Like all that stuff comes in, but yet you did it. Mm. You did it. And I'm just curious, what would you say is like the best thing that you've experienced getting your book out of your head on the page and into the world? Like what, what made it all worth it? Oh, Christine, it makes me emotional to, to think about and to talk about because the, the biggest piece of it for me is that birthing that book after so many years of wanting to do it, struggling, thinking I'm never going to get there. I can't do this. Almost giving up on it so many times, having one 
full draft of it in the drawer, having been rejected by the big six at the time, publishers in New York, after finding an agent that loved it and believed in it, and we couldn't shop it out, finally getting the publisher that was perfect for me and actually having that book in the world, the biggest transformation for me has been that I am inhabiting a different version of myself on the other side. It transformed me in ways that I I think I had been seeking all my life. It feels like a coming out of the closet moment for me. I had been on stage and, and in this world that was somewhat visible, right? I'm, I'm in a spotlight in front of thousands of people night after night for decades, right? But <laughs> that was nothing compared to the exposure I felt, like feeling exposed and raw and vulnerable and terrified to put my voice out into the world. This is to say, this is what I care about and this is what I believe and this is my little pebble in the pond to use your words and may this be a benefit to someone somewhere just having walked through the fire of my own vulnerability to be able to put it out there it was the scariest thing I have ever done and the most ultimately empowering transformational thing I have ever done because I stand taller on the other side of it. I have a stronger spine on the other side of it. I inhabit a more empowered version of myself, the woman I always wanted to be because I walked through the fire of putting my voice in the world in this much more personal way. Yes. And you didn't just crank out a book. You didn't just follow some cookie cutter template. You didn't just answer a few questions and call it a book. Like you dug deep. And I think the big difference, you know, some people might be like, well, I'd be terrified of playing Christine, you know, for over a decade on Broadway, 1300 performances. But when you were on Broadway in front of those, how many, you know, hundreds of thousands of people who saw you over the years, you were Christine. Yeah. You weren't. Sandra. And that is a whole different thing. And I really hope that all of you listening hear what Sandra is saying about the power that a book has to transform you into the version or the part or the expression of yourself that you have always desired and dreamed of. It's like the I like now I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna have tears coming in my eyes because like this is why. I do what I do. Yes, it's about the book, but it's about the birth of that part of that person and who they know themselves to be in the world. And you just spoke so beautifully and powerfully to that. So thank you. And and Christine, having support along that journey is so vital. And you were one of the early voices that I found that felt like a friend and a coach and a mentor in my ear. I remember where I was sitting when I first 
started listening to your program, my headphones. I was in an apartment in Cincinnati, Ohio in the dead of winter. And I remember going through the phases of the program and going to the bookstore down the street and finding comp books and looking at structures of different books and and just having, it felt like even though I had never met you and didn't expect I ever would, I felt like someone in this world supported me and believed in me and validated that I had a story worth telling and I had a message that might be useful. And man, did I need that kind of support mm. to get past the fear and the, the loud voices of self-doubt that I think so many of us have. Yes, indeed. And I'm so grateful that you found Get Your Book Done um, and you follow the process and that we actually had the opportunity. I remember the moment that we had the opportunity to meet in person. Like I was sitting in an audience hearing you give your amazing presentation. Like your talk was not just some talk. It's like we were transported into this amazing world of possibility. And I remember the moment I turned to the friend I was sitting next to at, the, at this leadership retreat. And I was just like, that's my client. <laughs> And then like, I was, I was, I was kind of starstruck by you. I'll admit it. But then when I walked up to you and you realized it was me, you're like, Oh my God. Like, it was just this moment of recognizing these, like each of us recognizing the roles we played even in each other's lives. You know, you not realizing the impact you were having on one of your coaches in the audience, you know, and then you reflecting back to me when you met me like, Oh my gosh, that like, I listened to every word and, I'm so grateful that our paths have crossed. Um, me too. As and it's, it's just one of those things that happens the more we listen to our inner voice, right? And don't let fear win. The synchronicities yes. <laughs> that occur, the, the opportunities that just show up. You know, I really do believe the universe rises up to meet us when once we start following our inner guidance in that way. And I'm so grateful that it led us to be able to meet each other and to be having this conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I will just say for any of you who are feeling like whatever that is that Sandra had access to, or like whatever Christine taught her, like, I'd like to get my hands on that. Just, you can go to getyourbookdone.com and you can learn more about my program. It's available there. You can be on the next group coaching call we have. We didn't have the group coaching calls when Sandra was doing it. So she didn't get to actually get coached by me personally. But if you go to getyourbookdone.com, you can get access to the program that Sandra used to help her get that clarity and, and feel that confidence in the beginning of her process. And you also get group coaching every single week. So it's just getyourbookdone.com if you are feeling like, okay, I got to do this. Um, believe me, that program has been around for, well, since 2007 and it's produced a ton of authors. So do, do check it out if you're on that journey. So for you, Sandra, like how would you say the writing journey was for you? I feel like we just got the after picture of, you know, everything you said about the incredible sense of stepping into this part of yourself in a way that probably, you know, 2,300 performances on Broadway as Christine could have never had you do. But what was the journey like for you? <laughs> it was torturous. <laughs> yeah, it can be up, down, was, in, out. <laughs> yes, yes. It was really tough. And I, I sometimes talk about the journey of, of any creative expression, be it a performance on stage or the journey of writing and 
putting a book out into the world or giving a presentation, there are different challenges that arise along the different phases of the journey. And I, I talk about in terms of before, during, and after of any, you're taking a risk, right? It's, you're walking into a vulnerable, exposing, raw experience, and you want to bring as much authenticity and grace to it as you can. The book writing journey for me, the before phase was the procrastination, the self-doubt. The self-doubt is it was present for me all along the way, but dealing with it at the different stages, I, I think requires different tactics. There's the who do you think you are stuff that comes up when you're beginning to write, I think, or, or conceptualizing your book. And you have to really uh, find support and find your your own purpose, your deep sense of purpose and, and why this matters to you, why, is, why it's important to to put this, to put the work in and to stop procrastinating. It took me forever to, I'm very right-brained and I'm all over the map in terms of ideas and finding the structure took forever for me. It really was a, a huge challenge for me. To, there are too many things I wanted to say and I, you can't write a thousand page book, especially nowadays. So yeah, you can't. And some things do, like, some things need to stay out. And you need to be able yeah. to know, well, what doesn't need to be in and what must be in. Yes, yes. So I started, one thing that was incredibly helpful for me was a Trello board. Do you ever use Trello boards? You know what My that is? My team uses Trello, Yeah. I, I, I don't use it personally. It. I'm still like, I still organize my books and content on index cards and do make a jigsaw puzzle to put it together. That's but awesome. No, I loved doing that, but I was traveling almost nonstop. So I needed it to be portable and digital. And I, I'm much more of a paper person. And now I'm using one of those remarkable tablets that you can write on as well with the, that. That's been a, a new fun tool, but uh, yeah. boards really helped me organize um, you can color code and keep columns of, so I, I had all the exercises I wanted to use, the quotes I wanted to use, the different stories, and then I was able to move them around and look at them all in one place. And then finally, I had to pick a horse and ride it. You know, this is the structure. I'm doing it in 10 life lessons, 10 chapters, and go. And finally, once I decided, then I was off to the races and I, I finished writing it within a year. I, I got the whole thing done within one year, but it could have happened a lot faster if I'd found your program sooner and if I had trusted myself sooner. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then the, the, in the lead up to waiting for it to be published, I had a whole other level of terror. People talk about, and sometimes I, you see people open their books for the first time, and the box comes, you know, and they get to hold their yes. books. They videotape themselves. I was having like night terrors, and <laughs> I could not. I was so afraid to see my book for the first time. There's no way I would have put that on video. I was literally having nightmares about it. 
Oh my goodness. Thinking it's going to be the size of a pamphlet instead of a book. And that, you know, there's a, a, one of my headshots is on the cover, but in my dreams, I was looking at a caricature of myself on the cover with, you know, big buck teeth and crazy wild hair. Uh, and that the pages were filled with junk mail. This oh is my, my goodness. This is the depth of my internal critic. It's like the every not good enough voice will, will come out to haunt you when you're doing something that's so, so vulnerable and that you care so deeply about. And once I was able to hold it and feel that I didn't die and it didn't look like a pamphlet <laughs> and the photo was what it was supposed to be and the pages were what they were supposed to be, the sigh of relief from that helps you keep going through. And it's very similar to my stage fright journey of, you know, I, I, it took me years to get up the courage to stand on stage by myself and sing in front of people. That was a terrifying thing for me to do. And once I finally learned how to walk through that fire and recognize, Oh, I didn't die. I'm, I'm still here. It may not be, have been perfect. But I, I did it. You feel a real sense of uh, accomplishment on the other side of that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you certainly do things big. Like I have stage <laughs> fright, so I'll just be a Broadway star. <laughs> right? And break records. And, you know, like you have this fear of like sharing your, well, I'm just going to write a book and have it become a bestseller and then talk all over the place about it. Oh. Like That's the, that's the way to make transformation happen. That's the fast track there, Sandra. Oh my gosh. You know, I, I feel in some ways, Christine, like my, my journey has just been, uh, it's, it's the, the thing that I'm so grateful for about it is I feel like the entire thing is, has just been preparing me to be a voice for all the people that feel on the inside the way that I do to say, yeah, I did. I may look from the outside, like I've done these big, very visible things, but on the inside, I'm going through the same thing that other people are going through who are struggling. And I, I think maybe I've been given this opportunity with this platform that Phantom has given me to speak to these issues and, and say, hey, the people who are out there that we're you know, looking at from the outside, if we can put a mask on other people and say, oh, they've, that ride must have been easy for them or they were. And I do have plenty of performer friends who are fearless and it, they never had stage fright. They just let me out there. Let me, let me at them. Or, and author friends who, who didn't struggle the way that I did with these fears and insecurities, but we've all gotten to where we have with our childhood stuff and whatever's gone on that's created whatever demons we struggle with. And I'm just happy to be a voice for people who may struggle with the same kind of self-doubt to say you can walk through the fire of that vulnerability and there are incredible rewards on the other side of it. Mm. Thus the title of your best-selling book, right? Unmasking yes, what matters. In many ways, Christine, it is the unmasking itself 
that I have found matters the most. Once we drop our own mask and allow other people in, and we are willing to say, here's the good, the bad, the vulnerable, the messy, and I'm coming clean with all of it to say, I'm showing up imperfectly despite my insecurity, despite my negative voices. I'm going to walk through those to say, hey, look how we're all in this together <laughs> and with, with the right kind of outlook on it, the right lens. I think there's nothing more powerful than embracing that vulnerability and, and not letting us, not letting it stop us from standing in our authentic power, in our full presence of the full spectrum of, of what it is to be human in the world and to stand out in the open and say, here I am and I'm going to offer what is mine to share in the hope that it will be a benefit to someone else. Incredibly empowering road to walk. Yes. And here's a thing that I so admire about you and others like you who have the terror, have the fear. I mean, I haven't met an author and I've worked with thousands of them, tens of thousands of them over the years. I haven't met an author that doesn't have that voice of self-doubt and those fears arising. But what I believe to be so true and what I feel like you are living, breathing, walking, talking, singing testament of is that the liberation is equal to the fear. So as big as the fear may be, is as much as you will liberate yourself should you have the courage, as Sandra did, to walk through the fear and liberate yourself through the process. Because there are people who feel like the fear is just too big and they, and they back away from it. But what I want you to understand, all of you listening, and I'd love your input on this too, Sandra, as we kind of begin to wrap up, is that if the fear is big, it just means that the freedom, the liberation, the joy, the expression, the opportunity, the possibility, the, the embodiment of your full self in ways that you never knew is equal to, if not more, than what the fear is. So you're all going to have to come to that point of choosing, am I going to choose to let the fear stop me? Or am I going to know that on the other side of this, that that fear is going to be transformed and there's going to be something so much greater than it that is for my good that I get to embody. Oh, absolutely, Christine. I agree wholeheartedly. And I feel in my bones that that piece of it to me equals success, no matter what the external response is to whatever we put out there. To me, what makes us good enough is not that we get the prize at the end. It's not that I made it to Broadway. That's not what good enough means. Good enough means I had the courage to show up and put myself out there and stand in my authenticity out in the open. That is enough right there. And, and remember I talked about the before, during, and after mm -hmm. of the creative expression. Oftentimes what I find is that the struggle is, it, it, the hardest part of it sometimes can be what we do after. 
If I'm attached to the numbers of how many books did I sell or how many performances did I do on Broadway or it, comparing myself to other people, looking around and falling into compare despair, we can succumb to what Buddhist philosophy refers to as the hungry ghost. And everybody has some version of that hungry ghost, that voice that still can try to be insidious and come up and say, you're still not enough, even though you've X, taken y, the risk. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So really letting go of our attachment to the results of it, I think that's a key piece of the puzzle. And as you said, the, the real reward comes in learning to stand in your, in your power and share your voice to own your voice. You know, the, the poet Mark Nepo, whom I reference often, he talks about what a successful artistic expression really is. And, and he defines that as if the person who created it is transformed in some way for having encountered it. And he says that as we move toward our dreams, walking toward our dreams and through them enables us to inhabit our truth, which is much more important and life-giving than whether or not we get what we want. He says, often our dreams don't come true, but sometimes we do. So regardless of what the numbers are of if your book becomes a bestseller or if if five people buy it if you are transformed for learning to walk yourself through the vulnerability of that expression of of your truth that will serve you in in every other area of your life and it, that has proven to be the case for me when I'm in, encountering vulnerability anywhere, whether it's going to the doctor and waiting for results from a scary test or any vulnerability in any area of my life. I have a stronger spine because I've worked with my own vulnerability. And that to me is a reward that you can't, no money can buy. So true. So true. It, it cannot be bought. It must be experienced. You must go through those very tight passages and cliffs that you think that there's no way that I'm going to survive this leap, but then you do. And then you experience yourself in a whole different way as a result of that stepping forward in the face of the fears. So my goodness, Sandra, I just want to thank you so much. I feel like you've driven home like a hundred points that I want everyone to walk away with, but is there any final closing charge mission piece of wisdom you want to share before we wrap up here? I want to share one starting place, Christine, because a lot of this stuff sounds kind of heady and conceptual and maybe I can imagine someone listening going, okay, that all sounds great. I'm going to walk myself through my vulnerability and I'm going to be empowered on the other side of it. But how do I start? What do I do? One of the, the missing links for me that, that I have found to be so helpful is, and it's with us all the time, to start by dropping into your body. Like in this moment, we can all do it where instead of being in our heads, wherever, wherever you are, 
whatever's going on, even if you're driving a car, you can just feel yourself seated in your seat, feel your feet inside of your shoes or socks or feel your feet on the floor, feel your spine, feel your arms and hands, feel into your heart and your solar plexus and get really in touch with your breath and your body. These are the things that as a singer and actor, we practice all the time, breath and body. And when those vulnerable feelings come up or the voices of self-doubt, again, bringing it back to the body and getting really clear about where you feel the vulnerability. For me, it's right in the center of my solar plexus. Sometimes people talk about a pit in your stomach or butterflies. For me, it's like a cinder block sometimes just right there in my stomach. And to just breathe into that place and really bring loving thoughts and, and messages. Put your hands on the place where you feel like you need support. And to learn to befriend what is happening inside of your own body to send love and support and encouragement to that place within you. Dropping from your mind into your body and bringing your attention inward, that sense of interoception, the interior perception of our own physical body, that to me is a really practical, actionable place that we can all start. And I find that that is the the birthplace of, of transforming whatever is in the way, whatever's stopping us. Not that we're going in trying to change what we feel, but simply bringing our awareness to it can be incredibly self-supportive and, and a compassionate way to get yourself centered and grounded and to let your voice out into the world. Yeah. And as a former yoga teacher, right, mm-hmm. we were always told that the, in, the, in the teacher training I did that that breath, like when you actually pause and breathe, you are sending a very clear and direct message to your entire nervous system that you are safe, that you are not in danger. And in that space, you can think a little more clearly you can see a new possibility. So yes, breathe and be in your body. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sandra. I do want to make sure that everyone knows that they can head over to our show notes to learn more about you. Sandra's got some gifts for you around unmasking what matters. I think we'll have a link there to Amazon. So you can go get a copy of her book, which if you liked what you heard today, which I'm sure you did, you are going to love, love, love her book. So do go check all of that out on the show notes. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, if you want to you know, dig into that same process as Sandra did, that was like her friend when she was trying to figure out, how do I, how do, I do this book thing? She accessed Get Your Book Done back in 2014. There's a whole new iterated version of it now that's just grown and expanded and adjusted with the changing publishing world. So um, you have access to that at getyourbookdone.com. You can go learn more. So I think that's everything. Sandra, I could talk to you forever. 
thank you for your time, your generosity, your um, energy, your presence, your vulnerability, your wisdom, your journey. And thank you. Thank you, Christine. What a privilege. Ah, all righty, everyone. I want to thank you also for being here today and being a listener to the Get Your Book Done podcast. Always a joy and pleasure to spend this time for you. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. And in the meantime, happy writing, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.